Evolutionary.org presents the Underground Radio Podcast with your host, Hardcore Steve, the Monster, and Mobster, the UK Beast. Prepare for the show in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hit it! Evolutionary Underground, episode 18, coming your way. Steve and the Mobster joining me. How's it going? Good. Ready to rock and roll, cowboy. Let's hit it. We are. So this is one that mobs are very excited about. This is my first yeah. ever steroid stack that I ever did. And boy, did it, <laughs> did it do a lot for me. So we're going to talk about Sustanon and Dianable Bulking by Geneza Pharma. And look, the first time I ever ran this cycle, I can remember I was I was doing bench press. Like I was literally three days into this cycle and I was doing bench press. And instead of being able to do six reps, I was able to do eight reps. That's how fast it hit me. And that's how fast my strength improved. And I can remember just smiling as I was doing the bench. I was like, wow, steroids do work. You know, <laughs> I think overall on this cycle, I gained, I don't know, like 15 or 20 pounds on the cycle. I mean, it was a watery mess. All right. I wasn't running my AI properly. I was getting bad advice from people. And you know, uh, looking back, I was very lucky and I, I didn't end up with gynecomastia. So there are side effects that come with this cycle, but there are a hell of a lot of benefits. So we're going to get over all of that on this podcast. So first, let's talk about bulking. And I'll give my point of view. I know, Mobster, you got a lot to say on this. Um, yeah. But my point of view as a ectomorph all my life, I was always a skinny, fast kid, you know, in school. And, I, you know, I'm saying when we would play sports that would involve running like soccer, you know, you guys refer to it as football over there, but we call it soccer here. I'd always be one of the first people picked. OK, I was, you know, skinny and fast. But when it came to other sports like our version of football, American football, your uh, rugby over there, mobster, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't get picked because I was too skinny. You know, I get split in half. So for me, having that insecurity all my life, being able to bulk with the help of steroids really was a game changer for me. And a lot of you out there who are also in my situation, probably you know nodding your head right now, you're like, yeah, yeah, that's me. I'm in my 20s and I want to get bigger. I'm sick of being the skinny guy. So this cycle can really, really put on a lot of muscle mass on your frame and a lot of water retention as well and really fill up those muscles and make them very big and make you very strong. So bulking, you know, that that's an extreme example of bulking. But I think in other situations, people just want to bulk because they want to be big. I mean, they want to be big. They want to be strong. They want to be intimidating. They want to be able to go to the gym and be one of the strongest people in the gym. They want to walk in there and have other people say, yeah, that's that big ass motherfucker, you know, that just walked in the gym who's benching 400 pounds and who's squatting five, 600 pounds, you know? So to me, bulking is simply gaining mass. And yes. this is the cycle for that, for sure. So, Mobster, why don't you touch on this a little bit? What would you say to someone who wanted to get bulked up and they came to you? How would you categorize bulking? Why don't you talk a little bit about bulking? And Because you used to be a skinny guy, too, back in the day, too. Yeah, yeah, way back in the day, man. Six foot three and 18 years of age. I started training when I was 15, but six foot three and 175 pounds. So... 
there's a photograph of me in a in a in a pub, in, in a bar in the the city of London, and uh, I thought I was a decent size, but you can see to my eyes, the, you know, the, the skinny arms sticking out from the from the work shirt, and there I am holding my pint and my you know skinny forearms and so on and so forth. Now, as you know, Steve, just recently, I I mean I've been heavier, but I'm I'm walking around. I think this morning on the gym scales. 319 pounds so what's that 145 pounds 144 pound difference from when i was 18 to now and in terms of extra body weight i i would i'm like steve even the things that's kind of weird about bulking right when you are younger you don't really kind of care just how messy that 20 pounds of watery mess that steve called it is right so so there's there's kind of two ways of bulking, Steve. There's there's what we call a dirty bulk, which is just get, I'll put it crudely, fucking huge, and a big watery mess, as Steve says. But you will see your bench press go up, for example, and a more sensible. And we say this, guys, because we did the dirty bulk and we gained twenty pounds and nine pounds and ten pounds and eleven pounds and whatever. And now because we know both the pluses and the minuses we we are more likely to tell you to do what we call a lean bulk and what do i mean between the two i mean literally there's an argument for in the case of a dirty bulk steve just eat eat anything carbs lots and lots of carbs tons of protein and you will get big you will get bigger stuff gets tight you will blow up and yes that kind of like first time you do it is cool but gaining 20 pounds isn't as much fun as you think it is. And then you've got to get clean and you've got to take some of that surplus off. You've got this, the, everything gets bigger, Steve. The waist gets bigger. The chest gets bigger. The neck gets bigger. The arms get bigger. The waist too. So our more sensible advice is to clean that diet up and do what we call a lean bulk, which is literally just adding more meat. But it, it's not the same as adding pure muscle. There's a little bit of water, there's a little bit of fat. And you almost need those to support the anabolism, the, the growth of the actual muscle tissue. So, for example, on this particular cycle, I'd say even with me now, Stephen, even at the level I am now, and even yourself with the level of experience that you and I have got, if you and I were to do a GP, Sustanon and Debol cycle, we'd probably go on cycle eight pounds. You would, I would. But it comes what, what how much of the eight pounds is muscle and how much is water and fat and whatever else. So I would want to I would want to my head stay really I'd be looking for a good solid six pounds of lean tissue. Now I'm at the high end of the body weight I'm ever going to get to, and so I suspect for me I would be more what a gain on and how much I'd want to keep off. But for you smaller guys that are still on the beginning of the journey, a lean bulk with a sust and uh, Dynabile cycle from GP. The average guy, the average listener, a nice solid six pound gain, maybe a couple of pounds of water and fat, Steve. So it's that kind of thing. I mean, the other thing, of course, which we'll touch on in a little bit, would be the, the nutrition and the training and doing plenty of compound and core exercises and really pushing up the big weights. And as Steve said, 100%, the first time you do a bulk, and especially with these two particular uh, performance-enhancing drugs, um, it's it's an experience. It really is an experience, Steve. It's 
yeah, up a shirt size, up a shirt size, minimum, upper collar size. Uh, your trousers, you skinny guys, and you're wearing skinny fit trousers. Now those trousers are murder to get on. Your waist is still okay, but it's super tight on your thighs. And that first time, that first crazy bulk or whatever, Steve, is it's just, it's kind of wild. You're going to get, if something on this, I think I'd get a good pump on both of these, especially the D-Bowl. And uh, I've had some great experiences, Steve said earlier on, with Sust and Decker together, and Suston on, on its own, and D-Bowl on its own. And yeah, I mean, the other thing I was going to say, Steve, is um, especially as, as a bulking drug, but never mind in combination, the first time experience just for D-Bowl on its own is it, kind of wild. And how many people here, how many of our listeners with any kind of experience can, I, I would say a huge majority that have got some kind of performance from the hearts and drug experience, D-Bowl was probably their first drug. This combination if you, it's one of those things where I think I use the phrase, if you can't bulk on this, you need to choose another sport. These two com combined, I, I kind of wish I'd done it, Steve. I, I wish I'd done Sustan Debo, not Sustan Decker. I've done them two, I've done them separately. I kind of wish I'd done them together because I think I'd have blown up like a motherfucker. Oh, man, honestly. I, I, I Even now, I think I, on cycle, I could put on 10 pounds with no difficulty whatsoever. I mean, you've said it already, Steve. I'll ask you. You said already. The pumps, the, that sensation of feeling huge, the 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 way that the weights just fly up, it's it's such an experience. The first time you do this, like the first time you try either of these, but especially as a combination, and you've done it as a combination, Steve. Part of it is when you get a rise in estrogen in the body, along with a rise of androgens and a rise of testosterone levels all together your mood yeah. gets enhanced a lot. So you jump out of bed in the morning. You're like, I'm pumped. I want to go work out. I'm, I want to eat. Your appetite goes sky high. And that's important when bulking. Obviously, you've got to eat a lot of good muscle-building foods if you want muscle. Now, if you want a dirty bulk, as Mobster said at the beginning, which is not something neither of us recommend, then you would go yeah. and eat crap all day. And in the process, you would be actually hindering your gains over, over the intermediate and long term by doing that. So it'd be just a bunch of dirty gains. So I recommend you do the smart way, eat nutritious food, but you're going to be hungry and your appetite's going to go sky high on this stack because yes. of the way that these compounds uh, affect, affect your body and the things they do in your body. So that's a big part of bulking using steroids that increase appetite and don't yes. decrease appetite because some steroids they make you feel like shit. They drain your yep. energy. You won't want to eat. And it's really not going to, it's going to hinder your bulking. But this, this stack mobster, it will explode your bulking be, because of those reasons. So yeah, touch on that a little I'll bit more. And then we'll, we'll jump back in with one more thing on the, on the Sustodon, Steve, because uh, specifically, and I said this on the previous podcast that we've done on GP products. My my appetite went absolutely crazy, guys. And, and, I, and I'll, I'll reiterate what I said before. I said, this is how bad it was, or good, depending on the point of view. I know that some of you ectomorphs are skinny guys, and, and Steve and I have addressed this in the previous podcast, um, think they eat a lot, but don't. They don't. Right? They're not, they're, I mean, they, they say, oh, their stomach gets full. And their sensation of fullness is almost holding them back. So what sustenance on its own, for me, was 
I'm eating my third or fourth meal. I've had like breakfast, I've had lunch, I've had a protein shake. I'm on I'm on a meal, and I'm thinking while I'm literally still eating the food that's in front of me, which is to to coin a phrase here, Steve, not touching the sides. I am literally thinking about the next meal, and I'm looking forward to it. Now, if you're full, some of you guys that struggled with appetite, that sort of idea that not only am I hungry for what's in front of me, but I'm hungry for the next meal, it's kind of like, how does that work? They can't understand it. Sustan on, especially for me, Steve, was that kind of drug where I am eating the food in front of me and I am hungry. And I mean, I'm thinking about how nice the next meal is going to taste while I'm eating and tasting the food that I'm eating right now. So that is, a, 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 I'm not even like that nasty. I'm kind of like I'm a greedy motherfucker. I've got a very rich and very diet. I'm in that position. I can do those things. But it's not like that. It's not on that level. So as Steve said, because we've had the experience and because we know really what we're all looking for is lean muscle tissue, what we call a lean bulk, which is a little bit of fat and a little bit of water, is really what we need to tell you to do. You can do the other one, but then you have to go down and, and strip that fat off at some point and manage your estrogen, like Steve says, and water retention. <laughs> it sounds great, but it's like, look at the indentations of my socks. They're leaving on me and, you know, stuff like I know guys, uh, professional level athletes where uh, it, their bulk got so out of control that their wife and girlfriend would have to put their socks on for them in the morning because they couldn't lean over. And that's there. And again, 20 pounds which we know you can do on some cycles, including this particular one, for the odd of individual, most of you are gaining six, seven, eight, nine, ten pounds. The 20 pounds sounds fantastic. And we know people that have done that, but really it, it kind of gets out of control, Steve, both with the estrogen, as you said, the water retention, but literally just difficulty walking and breathing. And the only place that you feel amazing is in the gym. So we say 30 bulk and 20 pounds, and it sounds fantastic. But in reality, lean bulk. Mostly muscle tissue, a little bit of look, it's the ideal. And again, that's down to the diet on you. So just select good options on your plate and run the GP sustenance, run the D bowl the way that we're going to tell you how to stack them. And that's the way to go. Back to you, Steve. Let's talk about Geneza Pharma a little bit, GP as it's known. And Geneza Pharma, one of the top brands in the world. Now, why is it important to use legitimate steroids? A lot of you who have been in the Sarah game a long time know exactly what we're talking about when it comes to this because you've used steroids and you've been on cycle and you're like, something is off. You know, this is crap gear. This is underdosed. Or you're using it and you're having issues. You might have stomach problems with the orals. You might have injecting issues, getting a lot of lumps, getting fevers, getting redness getting swelling getting allergic reactions from the gear just dirty gear and who knows what you're taking could be heavy metals that are going in your system we work so hard to eat clean and not put crap in our body right and yeah. we're bombarded by crap i mean there's pesticides and herbicides in our water in our food getting sprayed where we live. I mean, a lot of people, you may live on, on farmland, former farmland where it was drenched in pesticides and herbicides. So those are things that are a lot harder to control, but this is something you can control and you can put anabolic steroids in your body, which are clean and pure, as pure as can be. 
And Genesa Pharma, they have quality standards. And their gear is over 99% pure. I think it's like 99.8% or 99.9% pure anabolic steroids, which is basically the requirements of farm pharmacies. You know, pharmaceutical yeah. gear has to be at least 97 or 98% pure. Other sources, they're making their gear in, in the bathtub. They're making their gear in the toilet. It's toilet gear. <laughs> okay. They're probably, they're, they have no standards. They're probably 30%, 40% gear legit. All right. So compare that with over 99% legit. Doesn't make any sense to use an inferior brand. And Geneza also, because they're such a large company, because they're worldwide, and because they sell so much gear, they're able to sell it for a competitive price versus the typical junk bathtub gear that you would get from your gym or your gym dealer or your buddy down the street who's who's um you know covered in tats and and uh and has a nose ring and and is making gear out of his trailer all right because that's where a lot of the gear comes from in in the united states so this is legit gear from Geneza. this is legitimately made in an actual pharmaceutical lab and tested yeah. okay inconsistent so you're not going to get one bad batch and one good batch and, and vice versa. So it's very important to use legitimate gear. You're putting things in your body, people. You're putting things in your body. You want to make sure that you're using legitimate anabolic steroids. I mean, it's not that complicated. So we strongly recommend checking out Geneza Pharma. They have everything. And that's another advantage of Geneza Pharma. They have all the options you could possibly want. They have all the ancillaries that you're going to need on cycle. And we'll get into how to stack Dynabol and Sustanon in this show. And we're going to talk about them coming up. But it's very, very important. I, I stress you, if you want to run this stack, to please don't buy Sustanon and Dynabol from some random dude online or some random dude at the gym. Okay? Because he doesn't know where the gear came from. And it's going to be crap. You're going to be disappointed on cycle. There's nothing worse, mobster, than running a cycle for 12 weeks, busting your ass, and then mm. being disappointed because you find out, you know what? The skier is underdosed. So, mobster, jump in with your thoughts uh, on, on uh, Geneza. Right. Let's, let's just think for a second here, guys, that we weren't talking about Geneza and, and run some different ideas and then find out why we will choose Geneza instead. Right. So, as an example, how long has the company been around? Okay. Um, do they have a solid address at some place in the world where you can see pictures of the plant? And and do they have certificates of analysis? Um, what's their reputation online? Companies come and go. Steve and I have been around this game a long time. And even though my steroid history only started when I was 37, that's still 20 odd years ago, Steve. Uh, plus, for whatever reason, my reputation in the game, Steve's reputation in the game, because we talk about his particular subjects, we get to see, we get we get sent stuff. We get sent like, you know, would you be interested? I've had Facebook stuff and Instagram stuff where someone wants to be my friend on Instagram and you click on their profile and they've got boxes of steroids, right? I don't know who the fuck this guy is. Why Why would he add me? Uh, why has he, in his profile picture, got, he's just got a lot of steroids he wants to sell. Why would I buy from you? I don't know you. I don't know what your products are like. Uh, I've no idea about the quality. 
I don't know, like Steve says, you know, was they made in Mexico? Was they made in a lab? Even in Mexico, be okay if it's in a lab. I'm too old, too long in the tooth to want to do any of those things. So what do I do? I go to a solid ass source that's been around decades that has certificates of analysis, that has labs that I can see pictures of, that's got reps that have been in the game 10 years. That even when there's been an issue, the rep comes on and deals with the issue straight away. Right. So I mean you guys like this, listen, it's natural to have competition. So a new lab will come along and they'll slag off an old lab. And in a year from now the new lab's gone and the old lab is still there putting out good solid product that you know works, that you can literally go, I've tried this product from their product line. My buddies have tried it. People I trust have tried. Not some random guy on Reddit that I've never heard of. This is always rubbish. My buddy's products. I don't know who you are. I don't know who your buddy is. I do know who my buddy is. I do know that he's tried this product. I do know they've been around 10 years. They are a solid source. And then, Steve, without even getting into more specifics, the simple fact that companies like Genetza support our forums and show us the love and enable us to put out these messages. They are literally putting something back into the game. They are keeping the information out there. They are sponsoring these podcasts. They are sponsoring the forum. They're enabling us to do the job that we do, do it well, and give you this information. There's nothing to say that you can't go somewhere else. You do that. But why would you not choose your net? So when you know that you're getting a solid product, that you know it's got a great reputation, that Steve's tried their product, that I've tried their product. We can go on a forum and have 100,000 members, and we know 5,000 members have tried their products. That, to me, is it's like, right, so I don't have to think about those things anymore, Steve. It's like going to a shop and trying your favourite brand in the shop because you like how it tastes, how it looks, how it cooks, all of those kind of things. Well, Genesis is the same. I, we trust their D-Bowl. We trust the Dyna Bowl. We know it's going to work. Like, like Steve says, they're, pharma, they're up to pharmaceutical grade. They are as close to being a pharmaceutical company of the, like a big, big, huge conglomerate as it's possible to be and still be just a company that produces performance-enhancing drugs. That's as good as it's going to get. So, guys, so that's the reason why you make those choices, and that's the reason why you show Genesis and love, because you know that if you try this stack, like we're talking about today, stack it how we talk about it, kill it in the gym, kill it at the table, Janessa is going to have your back and you're going to blow up like a motherfucker. And that's the reason why we would pick it, Steve. Back to you. So let's get into Sustanon talk. So Janessa Pharma, they have a really interesting Sustanon option for you. The Sustanon that they have is going to be a blend of five different esters. Now, typical Sustanon comes in 250 milligrams per milliliter. It's a blend of four esters. And that's the original Sussanon, which is also the modern version of Omnidrin for those of you in Europe. Now, Sussanon uh, is definitely a UK-favored uh, product. In America, yeah. doctors will usually prescribe either sipinate or anenthate. In Britain, doctors like to prescribe Sussanon for TRT. And then in, in, in East Europe or Central Europe, Omnidrin is their preferred. Now, like I said, Omnidrin and Sustanon, same exact thing, uh, same four blends. Omnidrin used to be different. They used to have a different blend, but then that the modern Omnidrin is now same as Sustanon. So what Geneza Pharma did with their version of Sustanon, they made it unique. They did 270 milligrams per milliliter. 
So in theirs, it's the same four as Sustin on 250. You've got the testosterone decanate, which is 100 milligrams. You got the testosterone phenylpropionate, which is 60 milligrams. Testosterone isocaproate, 60 milligrams. And then the very short ester testosterone propionate, only 30 milligrams. But then they added in a fifth ester, which is also a short ester, and that is going to be testosterone acetate, 20 milligrams. So in this stack, in this uh, testosterone ester stack that they put together, you've got 50 milligrams total of prop and acetate. And that will give you short esters. So if you inject it, it's going to hit your body a lot quicker, all right, than the longer esters. It's got the ISO, which is more intermediate, and it's got the phenylpropionate, which is also more intermediate. And it's got the super long ester, the decan, the decanoate, which is 15 to 16 day half-life. So this blend, you're going to inject it. And it's one ester is going to pick up after the other, and it's going to build up yeah. in your system and peak after like five or six weeks. It's going to take a while because of that long ester. But the shorter esters, the ACE and the prop, are going to peak a lot quicker in your body. They're going to peak after about a week and a half. So why did Geneza do this? I don't know, but I will make an assumption as to why they did it. And I think it's a brilliant idea on their part. Because what happens is when you're running a cycle that's 10 weeks, 12 weeks, you're cycling on, you're cycling off, it is beneficial to have this type of mix, the 270 mix that Geneza has versus the typical 250 mix of the Dianable, because this is going to peak in your system quicker, the shorter esters. So you're yeah. going to have more of an effect quicker when you're running this version of Sustanon. So I think it's a brilliant thing they did. And really they opened it up to everybody to use this version of Sustanon because you don't just have to run a 16 or 20 week cycle because with normal Sustanon, most of it is going to peak after seven weeks on. So mm -hmm. running a 10 week cycle, you're only getting three weeks of peak. But with this one, it's going to peak sooner because of their shoulder esters. So you'll be able to feel it hitting you quicker and it's going to make a difference uh, even in a shorter cycle. So I think it's a brilliant thing that Geneza did coming up with this blend. Um, I think it was a brilliant, brilliant strategy on their part. So Sustanon, great bulker. Um, I'm going to bring in Mobster really quick. You want to touch on that? Just on the fair, I think it's, you and I have had discussions about kickstarting on, on the forum, Steve, and I'm like, I don't see the point of kickstarting. But here's the thing, guys. If Sustanon especially Sustanon, specifically, Steve, from Genetza, gets into your system that much quicker with the shorter acting esters, then you're going to bulk up that little tiny bit quicker. And what difference does that make? I don't think it makes a difference per se with the steroidal effect itself, Steve, except that your leverage, which is where you're going to be pushing weights from, guys, if you bulk up and you add an inch to your arms and an inch to your chest, you're going to bench more. You're going to press more, Steve. You're going to do more weights. You're going to squat more when your hamstrings are bulked. So that means you're stronger quicker, which means you'll stimulate muscle tissue with more weights quicker. And there's where the bulk comes in, because you're pushing more weight, because you're more comfortable pushing heavy weight. So the advantage comes, and here's where you go, that's where they've been clever. The shortest ester is going to kick in with a couple of days. 
Debo, which we're going to address in a minute, is like <laughs> three days for me. But the the the, 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 the shorter acting esters in Sustanon is going to kick in within two to three days, probably around the same time as Debo. And you're, I mean, literally, I've gone, Steve. I've told you this before. Friday, uh, a really poor Debo didn't be seem to be doing any work. Changed to a new uh, product and bulked up four pounds in four days. And trust me, guys, that's like half an inch. On the average guy, that's half an inch. It means you're pressing more, it means you're benching more, it means you're squatting more. Every kind of pressing kind of movement, whether it's lower body or upper body, increases and becomes more comfortable. And you can handle more weights because your joints can handle more weight, which means you are going to stimulate more muscle, which means you're going to stimulate more strength. And then it just becomes that much easier to do the training. Then the sustenance with the diet, like we've already talked about, it then becomes easier to bulk. And it's almost, it's the closest thing to a magic wand, Steve. In a matter of days, because of the short rest. Otherwise, like Steve said, you'd be halfway through the cycle before the sustenance kicked in. And of course, that's without using, as we're about to discuss, the Debo at the same time. The combination of the two, Steve, get ready for a ride, guys, because it's coming your way. Let's talk about the Debo as well, Steve. When you're ready. Well, let's let's finish up with the sustenance. People have to understand, so sustenance is testosterone. You can expect all the testosterone, but let's say you never ran testosterone, you don't know what to expect. So with testosterone, you're going to get both androgenic, estrogenic effects in your body. Um, you're going to – your libido is going to go sky high on this cycle uh, for most of you out there. Your libido is going to go sky high. Your strength is going to go sky high. Um, running, sussing on at the dosages, the moderate dosages, definitely you're going to see a lot of bulking, a lot of appetite increase, a lot of mood enhancement. It's going to be a lot of effects. Protein synthesis through the roof. You're going to get yeah. so much more out of your workouts. Your recovery is going to be so much better. Um, you know, and it's going to help you build a lot of muscle mass, Mobster. I think it's one of the, you know, really you could just run the sustenance by itself and, I um, think so. and run it 500 milligrams a week and get tremendous results, much less running it with Dianabol, as we're going to talk about. And yeah. we're going to talk about how to stack them later in the show as well. So, Really an exciting um, compound to use for a lot of people. The ironic thing is the first time I used it, it was the first injectable I ever used. And the reason that I ran it was my source that I was using at the time. It didn't have any sipinate. So, you know, I was like, well, what am I going to put in place of sipinate? And then I went ahead and just, it's just did the sustenance. You see what I'm saying? So it ended up being a, kind of an accident that I use Sussanon as my first injectable for that reason. So, but you don't have to worry about with Geneza. They always keep stuff in stock. So you don't have to worry about them ever being out of stock of anything. Now, um, with, with Sussanon, um, you know, what kind of gains can you expect? A lot of people want to know that. It just depends. I mean, really, like if you started, if you got a lot of room to grow, I mean, you can put on a ton of, of, of yes. size on, on, on Sussanon. Ton of size. If you're not controlling your estrogen, which we're going, to, we're going to talk about later in the show, you can also put on a ton of mass. It won't be the mass you want, though. You know, so you got to be careful with that. So, so we're going to get into stacking Sustanon, but Dianabol is the next one we talk about. Mobster, why don't you tell us what kind of Dianabol options Geneza has for people? Right, let's start with that, Stephen, and I'm going to talk about almost like a history lesson for you guys. So, options. Now, remember, guys, there's always the domestic, which is the U.S. market. 
because that's what's the domestic market for most uh, performance enhancing drug suppliers, including Genetza, and then the international. So that means you've got different options depending on where you are in the world. And the biggest market for performance enhancing drugs is the US, hence their domestic option on most sites, including Genetza. So you have a GP 10 milligram and a GP 50 milligram, which is uh, an international product, and then the GP Dynabol 50, which is a US or domestic specific product. Guys, honestly, I, I don't know where I'd go wrong on this. Um, it For me, the first time I ever run it, I think I used 30 milligrams, Steve. I'd probably go 50 milligrams now. Uh, and even then, I think I split the pills up. So, guys, it's entirely up to you which one you go for. My preference, and it's just mobster's preference, would be for the 10s because I like to split these pills up through the day. But then again, you can use a pill cutter, Steve, as you know, and get the 50s and split them. I mean, I I, I used to, my first, first ever D-Bowl cycle, which was the first stock I ever did, Steve, every eight hours. So three pills a day, 30 milligrams, 10 in the morning, 10 in the afternoon, 10 before bed. And that worked perfectly fine for me. Six pounds, bang, straight on that first cycle. Now, guys, history lesson. I'm Sorry, let me just address one more thing. Jeanette says addressing with their options what 99.9% of you are going to want. They've literally said, right, what sells and what works? And we know what doses people use. It is 30 to 50 milligrams the first time and 50 to 100 if you're an experienced user down the road. So having these two options covers all those bases. They have you covered with exactly the choices you need to make. Right, history lesson, guys. D-Bowl is not the first steroid that was ever invented. Various forms of testosterone were identified and isolated way back in the day, like the late 1900s, sorry, the late 1800s, early 1900s. And I think there was a, a steroids available for clinical reasons and being tested on the super soldiers. That's by both the Germans, the US and the UK uh, military uh, with that sort of stuff way, way back in the day, guys. So testosterone is the first steroid. But D-Bowl was what you might want to call, Steve, the first performance enhancing steroid the one that was used by athletes and i would say i would argue again experienced listeners that have used some sort of steroid already i would my my guess steve would be four fifth 80 percent of our listeners Debo was their first steroid it was my first steroid it was probably your first steroid uh, uh options availability price uh I, we, we can talk about blues and pinks the fact that it was called breakfast breakfast of champions there used to be T-shirts, Steve, with, where they'd taken a, a certain well-known brand of cornflakes and swapped that for a picture of a bottle of D-Bowl. It's, it's kind of the foundation stone, the starting point for performance enhancing drugs. It's it's so like, you know, did Arnold take it? Yes. Did all the other bodybuilders, the Golden Age, take it? Yes. Did York Barbell's weightlifters take it? Yes. I mean, it's just like, honestly, the that the only thing that we would argue about what they were doing versus what we do now would be dosage. Everything else is the same. And it's it's super easy. And like the Sastadon, it's, it's, Steve actually touched on this. There's an argument to be made, and I believe it still applies, I think even for me now, Steve, with D-Bowl, a sense of well-being. And it's kind of like trend doesn't give you that. But D-Bowl seems to give you that. And I think it's the estrogen-androgen ratio that Steve talked about earlier on. A high androgen type of drug can make you feel irritable and, and can fuck around with your diet. D-Bowl is not that. Sustenon is not that. So D-Bowl, especially if it's the first time you've ever used 
any stone. Super easy to bulk, Steve. First time, and I'm saying, like I said to you, 30 milligrams per day. Uh, and I put on, I think, 10 pounds on the cycle, kept six. And that was like, literally, that is, honestly, do the numbers, guys. That's 210 milligrams a week. And I kept six pounds on my six root free on cycle. It, it's, it's just super easy. Now, combine that with Janitza Sustanon. I wish I'd done these two together, Steve. I really do, because I can see back in the day, especially before I got to the size I am now, I could see me putting 11, 12 pounds on this combination. And I could see me walking away and staying with a good six, if not eight pounds. So, and again, the combination of how these two make you feel, it's just, it's just wow, on point. But I'll go back to this, what I said at the beginning, guys. Jeanette, so I've set that product up so you can make these options you haven't got split pills if you take the 10 or you can have the 50s and split them if you want to some guys some of you will run it and we'll get into the cycles but some of you are 50 50 milligram in the morning and a 50 milligram in the afternoon and i said to me steve this this was one where i have talked about before taking a product that wasn't working on a friday and then friday opened up a new pack of a product that was working and gained four pounds in four days a pound a day guys that quickly it's the reason it's cheap it's effective it works you feel good on it and then combine it with the sustenon it's almost like i said it before how can you not if you can't bulk on this combination you're really not eating you're really not training this it's got to be something else going i'd, I'd have you go and see a doctor to see if there's a problem with your stomach or there's something wrong with your appetite because you should to put it crudely Blurp like a motherfucker on these two. And being able to get it from a trusted source like Jeanette says, just means to me it's a given. Uh, honestly, I can almost like, if you were a client, Steve, we both do clients, we both have people we, we, we look after. I know that you're going to put on this amount. I, I say, if you eat this and if you train this way and if you take these two things, we're going to walk away with six pounds of lean muscle tissue at the end. We know you're going to. It's, it's kind of almost like a guarantee. Other performance enhancing drugs, some work better for different individuals. I've never got on with testosterone, for example. Never seemed to do anything for me. My buddies loved it. But these two, I know I'm going to put on weight. I know, even at my advanced level in terms of body weight right now, if I put these two in and make a little bit of a dietary change, they, in a matter of weeks, six pounds. And by the end of an eight-week cycle, a, a solid eight pounds. Now, I don't, I'm at that level now, Steve, but I don't want to be bigger. So I would diet down afterwards. But you guys that are on your journey on the way up, that would be amazing. So, yeah, 100% from GP with these options is the way to go, Steve. But you. Look, Diana Ball, at the end of the day, nothing works as fast and nothing works to boost your appetite like Diana Ball that I've ever used. Um, it's just incredible. If you're someone who struggles with appetite, you're going to take Dianable and it's going to be a complete 180. You're going to be wanting to eat nonstop. It's a tremendous, tremendous oral anabolic steroid. And it's so dummy proof to use, you know? Yeah. And I don't mean that in an insulting way. I just mean that I've never met anyone who's run a, a handful of Dianable daily for four weeks and not gain a shit ton of mass and a shit ton of strength yeah. on it. Never. Yeah, yeah. Anyone can do it. Literally anyone can do it. It doesn't take a genius to get results on it. Yep. Get down to the gym, do this stack, boom, done. It's a, it's, it's a, as close as you're going to get to a cast iron guarantee of mass being gained, Steve. 
It just is. All, you, guys, it's like you can have a tattoo on your ass saying I'm going to gain six pounds. And you probably gain seven. Especially that first time, Steve, the first golden time. Honestly, if you ever decided to do an oral and an injectable, as your, and you can actually buy the Dynabol, the GP does an injectable, 100 milligrams of milk. Uh, again, options on the domestic versus uh, international. But if you ever did this, if you'd never done a cycle and you decided to do a cycle of Sustanon and Devol together, I honestly fill the freezer up and eat, go to the gym and have someone like me or Steve crack the whip over you and make you train like a motherfucker on the compounds and then inject these two or take these two. Uh, I think it's as close to a cast iron guarantee that you're going to gain mass. Uh, you literally have to have something the matter with you medically or you'd have to break your leg in the gym or something like that. You know, I, I, I ease up on, on the work, make sure you get to bed early of a night time, boom. It's as close to a cast iron guarantee that you're going to bulk on this stack more than anything else. Maybe, like I said before, Sustin Decker. That's it. I, I, honestly, guys, you, you would have to fuck up on the eating. You would have to fuck up on the training. And trust me, the eating's not going to be a problem. Your appetite's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy on Sustin on its own. It will be crazy-ish on the T-Bowl. The two together. It's going to be like, People will have to make sure they don't touch the food on the table because you bite the end of their finger off. That's how crazy it can be. And in the gym, you're going to love to train. You're going to love that. The, the D-bowl pumps are great, Steve. So, I mean, and like I said, there's a few good facts out. You are going to want to train. You're going to want to eat. You're going to, and because because the feedback from the D-bowl on its own makes you feel good. And then the simple fact that you're loving going to the train, to the train in the gym, you're loving how the weights are flying up. It's going to make you want to go back. If I was coaching you, I'd almost have to stop you going more frequently because I still need you to get rest. I still need you to recover. It's going to be that good. And especially the first time. It's a definite gut for a first time user. You're going to think this is like, the it's, it's going to be, it's going to be like nectar of the gods, Steve. You're going to, honestly, it, it sounds like we're exaggerating, but we've done this. We've been there. We know how this goes. And it sounds like we're exaggerating. We're not. Ask ask other gurus. Ask other people who do podcasts. It's just, honestly 99.9% of those champions and people that you listen to will have done something like this. And they will tell you, first time especially, uh, oh, my God, just get ready. It's a game train, Steve. Get ready. Buy bigger shirts. Get looser trousers. Get ready for those games because it's going to happen. So let's get into how to stack them. So this is this is the way I stacked it myself, and I had tremendous results. And um, what I did is I ran the the standard 500 milligrams a week of the Sustanon, and I did 30 milligrams a day of the Dianable. And what I would yes. do with the Dianable is something similar to what a mobster said. I'd split it two or three doses a day. So if I had 10 milligrams, I would dose it three times a day. A little bit of a pain in the ass, but you know, you could be a little creative. You could do 20 milligrams in the morning, 10 milligrams in the evening or vice versa. Yeah. You'll be okay. You'll be okay. Uh, Dynable, you know, has a short half-life. Mobster talked about it, but you, you, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Uh, it's going to be in your system 24 hours, even, even if you do it twice a day, uh, because yeah. the way half-lives uh, kind of trickle out of your system and as it builds up in your system. So, you know, that's that's pretty much the dosages I would do. The way I'd run it uh, for, for a bulk, 
I would do 12 weeks of the Sussanon and I would do six weeks of the Dynamo or five weeks of the Dynamo. You know, let's keep it as an option. If you want to drop the Dynamo at, day, at week five or if you want to continue it to week six, it's completely up to you. You may be like, you know what? I'm getting too much water retention. I just want to stop it at week five. I, I You know, by then the Sussanon will be peaking or close to peaking and you'll be you'll be on the way to the rest of the cycle. No problem. As far as taking an aromatase inhibitor, very, very important. If you don't know what an aromatase inhibitor is, I'll explain it to you. Aromatase inhibitors are drugs that we take to help control estrogen when we're on cycle. Now, both these compounds are going to aromatize into estrogen when they when they get in the body. Okay, they're going to yes. convert to estrogen. Your estrogen is going to go sky high. You're going to gain a lot of water retention. You're going to open yourself to a lot of estrogen-related side effects. Gynecomastia, which are the bitch tits. You don't want that. You don't want that at all. Having a lot of water retention is going to increase your blood pressure. It's going to affect your sleep, cause insomnia, cause fatigue, other issues like that. So we want to control estrogen. We don't want to slam estrogen, but we want to control it. So I think yeah. that it's really advisable to run some aromacin or arimidix on this cycle. And based on the dosages I gave you guys, arimidix, you'd run a run half to one milligram total per week, split it up two, three times a week. Aromacin, you want to run, I would say maybe 25 or 30 milligrams total throughout the week so 12 and a half milligrams three times a week would be would be a good dose give or take everyone's going to be different some of you are going to need more of an ai some of you guys are going to need less of an ai blood work is going to tell you um where you're going to be but those dosages are, are a pretty good starting point and if you start getting any estrogen related to side effects you really need to readjust your ai dosing now let's say you want to run this cycle and use no ai you are going to blow up like yep. crazy, all yep. right? And it's going to be a gamble. Some people don't run AIs. A lot of these guys on social media, they'll say, oh, don't run an AI. Who cares if your estrogen goes out of control? It is a risk. It is a risk that I cannot with good conscience tell you to go through it. One of the other risks of high estrogen is cancer. You fire up cancer cells in your body. Do you want to do that? You know, it's something to think about. It's something to think about. I strongly recommend you control estrogen on the stack, even if you want to bulk and even if you want to blow up as much as you can. Don't get greedy. It doesn't really uh, help your situation. Mobster, why don't you talk about that and give us your cycle stack idea? Right. So I'll address the the, the, the the AI first, guys. The 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 the, the, the... A shadow in the corner of the room here, guys. So back in the day, when I first cycled, Novodex was the only choice. And if the others were out there, they were real difficult to get hold of. That's not the case anymore. Super easy to get hold of Aramidex and any any kind of AI now. Seriously, you've got no excuse. One of the things I need think needs to be addressed here, Steve, is, and especially when it comes to managing estrogen and bulking, don't be fat. We see this all the time, guys. When people come on the forum and they're talking about hardening drugs and they're 25% body fat, you go, okay, so you're going to use Masteron, but you got a quarter of your body's fat. How are you going to see the hardened muscles that you've used the Masteron for? And this is another thing. So, again, if you're borderline obese and you're using Sustanon, the Decker, your estrogen is going to be an issue in and of its own. 
and your blood pressure is going to be a problem. Your water retention is going to be a problem. So when you don't need to have a six-pack, especially when we're talking about bulking, I'd rather have you lean and, and then get a little bit out of shape rather than be out of shape and then bulk. Because then this, you're just asking for issues with estrogen problems. You're asking for issues with water retention. You're asking for problems with, you know, your bloods, your bloods are going to show your lipids have gone way. I mean, lipids on a cycle always going to look kind of messy if I'm a doctor looking at your lipids. They're going to be a complete mess if you was out of shape to start with. So you were fat and you got fatter. That's not good, guys. Seriously, that adding another 10 or 15 pounds of water because you've not managed it with an AI is a really bad idea if you're already out of shape. So that's just horrendous. In terms of actually running this cycle, I'm like Steve, super conservative. I, I always listen, we're talking about performance enhancing drugs here, and we're not talking about a clinical situation to manage a medical issue. We're talking about bulking on steroids. So we're not talking about uh, the way that a doctor would prescribe these drugs to you. We're talking about the way that we're going to use them to enhance what we do in the gym to bulk up, etc. However, Steve and I are both always been kind of conservative in our suggestions. And so for me, Steve, I think I'd agree with you. I'd be looking at two jabs, two one mils of per week, so 500 milligrams total of the sustenance. And I would go with the lower end, same as you, 30 milligrams. If I was running the D bowl on its own, maybe 50, but I'm talking about the combination here. Uh, and the other thing again, guys, running it, running it a particular way. If I was running, I just run an oral recently, Steve, and I did four weeks. I, I've said a million times, if I'm running a single oral, I'm not doing anything else in combination. For me, eight weeks is okay. Four weeks, six weeks seems to be the favoured option for most people. So, again, on this particular cycle, I would probably be, especially 30 milligrams a day, I would be okay going out to eight weeks with the oral, but most people would want the four to six weeks option. But I would run the eight to 12 weeks, and especially on a bulk, of the sustenance. So here's probably here's probably what I would do, Steve, is I would start the two of them at the same time. And then about, again, it's entirely up to you guys. My preference would be eight, others would be four to six. That's where you'd stop the bowl and you'd keep running the sustenance. And remember, guys, especially with the longer esters, even when you stop the cycle, it's still in your system for quite a while. I believe, and I'd have to double check here, especially with the GP version, I think we'd be looking at about another eight to nine days of an, eff an effect on the body, even when you stopped their version of sustenance. So you're still looking, really, an eight-week cycle becomes a 10-week cycle. A 12-week cycle becomes a 14-week cycle. And you have to think about the esters clearing before you do your performance, uh, sorry, your, your post-cycle therapy. So keep that in mind, guys. With the longer esters, it's still in your system, even that after the last day of the last jab, Dynabol, for example, Steve, you know, half-life of eight hours. It's going to be cleared, if not, it's still detectable, but more or less cleared in an effective way that's going to have an effect on your body. Four, five, six days. You know, I've, I've had it when I've taken a D-bowl sucker on its own and seen, you know, some of my weight drop off that quickly. But the Sustanon, at least, I think to my mind, Steve, without double-checking, a good 10 days after the cycle, you're still going to feel like you are on sustenance because you are, because it's still in the system, because it's still having an effect. So keep that in mind, guys. This is not a competition cycle. This is an off-season cycle for those of you who have experienced, and it is a first-time bulk cycle for those of you with no experience. Even, even for those of you that are, are not looking to do advanced and crazy stuff, 
the combine, combination of 30 milligrams Debo from GP and the 270 twice a week. In fact, that makes it 540 milligrams of Sustan on a week and the 210 milligrams uh, as, as close to 800 milligrams, which is plenty. Trust me, guys, it's plenty. 99% of our listeners do not need to exceed these kind of numbers. And just it's, it's just about as golden as a bulk as is possibly to get. Let's talk about side effects a little bit here, Steve. Steve's already addressed it. I'm going to touch on it a little bit more. There are There is a potential, especially if you're not using an AI for water retention. Some of you guys, again, it's one of those things I'd want you to be aware of and manage before the cycle. So watch your blood pressure when you gain. Sometimes a few listeners, I'm going to say about 5 to 10 percent, you might gain, especially on your first cycle, as much as 20 pounds. Now, that a lot of that's going to be water for you to respond in that particular way, especially those of you, like I talked about, that are out of shape. And a lot of water is going to cause you problems with blood pressure. Steve's already mentioned the gyno, which is why we use an AI. We want you to bulk. We don't want you to get man boots. So it's as simple as that. As much, but we, we want muscle tissue and power and strength in the gym. We want to walk away with six, seven solid pounds of muscle after the cycle. One more thing here, Steve, and, it, and, and this is kind of those, one of those silly things, as Steve said, you see it on the gram, you'll see it on the forum. Someone will say, trust me, someone will say it. And I, I will call bullshit on it. And this is the reason why. Right. So some people will argue that using an AI limits gains. I've seen this said multiple times. Not as much frequently because people are becoming more educated as a result of these kind of podcasts. But I've seen it said before. And I'm like, well, how much does it limit your gains? If you were super lean and you did a bulk cycle like this and you gained 10 pounds, is that because you used an AI and you would have gained 12 pounds if you hadn't? Well, okay, how much would you have kept? I would rather not have gyno and limit my gains by 5, 10, or even 15% by managing my estrogen and not having to sort all that afterwards and not make my recovery that much more difficult by using an AI than not. So assuming that was true. But let's be honest, Steve, I mean, it's mostly bullshit. The idea that somehow those guys are gaining more, ask them, ask them. If it comes up on a forum, listeners, ask them. Ask them how much of a difference they're using or not using an AI made to them. Most of them are just parroting what they heard before, what someone else said. Most of them... They won't even let you see a picture of them. Ask them how much it limits their gain. Seriously, ask for pictures. You only gained four and a half pounds versus five pounds. Really? Is that the problem, the half pound? No. I, I call bullshit, Steve. I would always, in my opinion, just because that's the kind of person that I am, maybe it's me wanting to, to manage uh, risk. Maybe I'm a low-risk kind of guy. As far as I'm concerned, I would always. Then the only argument comes down to which Steve's already addressed, how much? And for me, I think what Steve said already, Novadex is a pill a day, absolutely easy peasy. The others that Steve's already covered, three times a week, two times a week. And again, that's where the knowledge of how your body responds comes in. And again, as Steve said already, getting bloods. We talk about pre-cycle, during cycle, post-cycle. The bloods, as I think the phrase that Steve said before, is bloods don't lie. You can see what's happening in black and white, and you can manage it in that way. And it's literally the tiniest of tweaks, Steve. You're more of an expert on that than I am. It is literally changing from two doses of an AI to three doses a week. And or, or up in it, as you said, from 25 to 50 to 75. Just that easy. And it's not, as Steve has already said as well, you don't want to crush your estrogen. You guys have done that, and a cycle's kind of fallen apart, and they've had to stop. 
they felt so bad on him or their gains have stopped. You need a percentage of estrogen to balance and have an effect on your body with the testosterone, with the androgen. It has to be there. Uh, honestly, the only time that you want to really kind of almost squeeze it dry, Steve, would be a competition cycle when you're looking for a particular look on stage. And that's literally the last two weeks of a competition cycle. Here we're talking about bulking, guys. So we don't want bitch ditch. We don't want loads of water. We don't want issues. We're a huffing and puffing, walking around the shops with a wife and a girlfriend and a partner. We we, we, we want to be smashing it in the gym, but we want those gains. So you do, you use an AI to manage the, the side effects that we've referred to. And literally because you don't want your estrogen getting out of control, that just ends up being a big, sloppy, horrible mess. And we want this to be a successful bulk cycle. We want you to come away from having tried this, listen to this podcast, and just be, just feel like mini, mini monsters. You've gained 10 pounds, you feel great. You feel super strong in the gym, and you're wondering why you never did this before. And Steve Smee and the Bobster had you covered, and they told us what we needed to do, and boom, we blew up. That's how it should be. And with GP behind you, it, that's exactly how it should be, Steve. Look, at the end of the day, it's a fantastic cycle. Um, I have a lot of respect for it. Um, gained a lot of size, gained a lot of strength. Dummy-proof cycle. And again, yeah. I don't mean that as an insult. I'm just telling you how it is. It's like people it who – yeah, I mean, it, look, at the end of the day, even if you your workouts are shit, your diet is shit, you could still make a lot of gains on this. Just imagine yes. if you put your diet on point, you put your workouts yes. on point, how much gains yes. you'll have. Um, it's just incredible. So, and, you know, at the end of the day, it's a it's definitely a stack that can change your physique. Like, if you do this stack the way we're telling you to do it, yeah. Your your friends and family will be surprised, man. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. I, trust me. I was what, called what out. What have you been doing? You get called <laughs> out for yeah, for being yeah. on the sauce. That's you right. know when you're on this, your shoulders, your neck, they just yes. get so big. Call and, the size um, up, maybe. Yeah. So I mean, it's 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 Steve, definitely Steve. a stack. You know, you want to right? yeah. Here's one of my little mobster tricks that I used to tell people back in the day. Go and see someone at the beginning of the cycle. Say hi, have a cup of coffee with them. How you doing? And then come back in eight weeks' time and sit down. And they're like, "What's what, you look different? You, there's something about you. Yeah, collar size, arm size, leg size, veins, bulk. Do, go and see someone at the beginning. Guys, take a before and after picture. Seriously. I've got books here, Steve, by Ellen and Darden. And he got it's like a 42-day thing or whatever. And 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 they take a bit. Joe Joe gets a picture of him at the beginning, and Joe gets a picture of him at the end. And he's standing in the same background, in the same shorts, and the same socks, and and everything's the same. But Joe is filled out. This is a Joe's filled out kind of cycle. Go and see someone at the beginning, take a picture, and then go go and visit an auntie or a nan or something, and then come back in eight weeks' time, and nan's looking at you. She's like, Steve, what have you done? You you look different. It's like vain. <laughs> Collar size, arm size, leg size, clothing feels tight. It feels weird sitting down. It, it takes a bit of getting used to. But someone who hasn't seen you for 8, 9, 10, 12 weeks, they're going to be like, what the fuck? A buddy's the best one, a good buddy. Go and see a good buddy when he hasn't seen you for 8, 9, 10, 12 weeks and check him out. <laughs> it's like, Steve, what the fuck have you been doing, man? I've been training. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What else? I've been on GP. 
I've been on Sustin Dicker. I've been on Sustin Debo. I've blown the fuck up, man. I'm <laughs> honestly, it's one of those. It be, it's someone who hasn't seen you for a while is going to freak out, especially if you're average height, five nine, five ten, whatever. And you honestly, ten pounds is one inch all over on your shoulders, on your arms, on your chest, on your legs, everything. And someone who hasn't seen you for that length of time, they're going to notice it. It's going to be like, is the light any different? If you've got new clothes on, if you had your hair, then no, I'm just bigger. I, I've done this before, Steve. I've done, I've done the, I, I was starting a bulk way back in the day. And this is without even any, without even stairs, just food. And I went away for two weeks and I came back. I think I was seven pounds heavier in two weeks. I was training every other day, upper body, lower body, I ate an extra meal a day and I was working in an office and I came back I literally two weeks uh, holiday, seven half a stone, seven pounds, uh, three kilos heavier. And the, the, the office secretary was like, what the fuck's happened to you? So, guys, that's what this cycle is like. You're going to come back a new man. Uh, you're, you're just going to be and it, seriously, it feels good. And like I said, keeping that tissue afterwards as much as possible Quick one for you, Steve. I'll address this now, and I've addressed this on the forum. Check out my tips read on Evo. Adjust your diet for the new body weight. So if you were eating for 200 pounds and you gain five pounds, eat for 205 pounds and reset your base numbers in the gym. So if before you were benching 200 pounds and at the end of the cycle you were benching 220, adjust the new off-cycle numbers to be 205. That's how you keep muscle on between cycles. That's how you'll keep as much of this bulk, 60-70% hopefully, especially for you first-time users, in between cycles. Bulk up 10 pounds, keep 6 pounds, boom. Not bulk up 10 pounds, lose 10 pounds, guys. There's no point you taking these products, blowing up like a motherfucker, blowing people away with the change and then losing it all because you didn't reset your nutrition and you didn't reset your training. Those two, two things are super important. There's a bunch of other things which we can do when we address another podcast, but those two are number one and number two. Reset the diet, reset. It should not be the same diet that you was having when you were lighter and your training should be a little bit heavier, not as heavy as it was on cycle, but a little bit heavier than it was before this cycle before the bowl. Keep those two things in mind and you will keep as much of the tissue that you gained on cycle. That's the whole point. Bulk and gain, bulk and gain. Keep those gains, guys. It's super, super important. So make sure you follow those two pieces of advice from me, 100%. Back to you, Steve, before we finish up. Yeah, I just want to end it with um, definitely come on the forums if you have any other problems and questions. Yep. We'll definitely hear. We have much more podcasts coming your way, so check us out. Mobster, take us in the disclaimer. Please note, we are not doctors, and the opinions on these shows are hours and hours alone. It's our view based on our experience and views on the topic. Our podcasts are for entertainment only. The freedom of speech and the First Amendment applies.